So as I was looking through the readings um, and recognizing that I wasn't supposed to actually be on this weekend, I was really stoked that it was going to be Henry who was going to be preaching about this and not me. Um, And then I got a call because he wasn't feeling so hot and so I'm covering. And then I realized I'm preaching and I thought, oh man. Um, Because preaching on humility is not something that I think anybody's really good at. And if you think you are good at it, well, you just proved your point, you're not. Because pride is really the spiritual draft of every house. I mean, you can try to seal pride out, but pride will find its way back in, no matter what. You, you can tighten up one practice and it's going to slide in another, or you tighten up a different practice and you're like, hey, I'm actually pretty good at this. <laughs> but what this passage really made me think about was when I'm getting to sit in the box with people and hear confessions, and the way that people do confess sins. From time to time, I'll get somebody in there and uh, they'll start sharing with me kind of everything that's going on in the neighborhood. You know, what their neighbors are doing, how their neighbors sinned. (laughs) That's lovely. Your neighbor didn't come to confession, though. Let's share what's going on with you. It's easy for us to look elsewhere, outward. Everything else that's going on around us. We do this all the time. If you're really bad at it, uh, you're going to blame everybody else and scapegoat everybody else. This is what happens. You know, it's not my fault that I was like this, and you blame everybody around you. Really? They made you say that word? Really? They made you judge that person? Really? No, they didn't make you do it. But you've blamed everybody else. And if there is, in fact, this habit of blaming others, chances are within your own life... There's a bit of judgment that has seeped in. There's lots of sins that Jesus talks about. But the biggest one actually is judgment. It's something we're not supposed to do. Although most Christians could go pro. Some of them actually have. (laughs) But anytime we find that judgment is kind of the forefront of thought, you have to just check yourself real quick. You're judging anybody. You can't. You just can't. It's above our pay grade. Not just because we're not supposed to, but because we have no way of actually doing so fairly. We never know what's going on in someone's mind. What's going on in someone's heart. We never know what they feel called to or what they're scared of. We don't know what's in the heart of another individual. In fact, there is only one person that we are aware of at any given time, and we have to choose to actually be aware of that person, and it's yourself. And sometimes you don't even know how you feel. Something I've learned in counseling over the last number of years and encountering different people from various walks of life, most people are not aware of how they feel any given moment. They think they feel one way, and I'm like, let's put a word to it. And they're like, oh. And they go with a very broad word that covers a very wide spectrum of emotions behind it. And I'm like, well, that's not real precise. Can we go a little deeper than that? And then they realize that it's not just anger. It's actually more of maybe fear. Because oftentimes when we're feeling angry, it's protective, right? And so we recognize that a life in Christ requires a certain level of discernment. 
We have to take what's going on around us and what we're feeling and actually put a name to it. Actually spend some time with it. Really reflect upon it. Because we don't always know how we're feeling. And when we don't know how we're feeling and we just go out and act, this is where we do that irreparable good in the world. I say irreparable good for a reason. We think we're doing something in the name of God, but it's not on behalf of God. It's on behalf of you. It's your will speaking out very quickly, instantly. And I, my teaching yesterday, I was talking to uh, the Diaconate Formation class. These are the guys that are about to get ordained in this upcoming February. So they're like almost done with their formation journey, at least in class format. The people of God will continue to form them for many years. But I was talking about this idea of, of judgment and this idea of how we're called to, to follow this life of Christ. And I said it's very easy for any of us to look at everybody else and just judge everybody. I mean, there's at least one of you in this room that I know does this. I love you, but you still do it. It's a woundedness. It's a reaction to hurt is why we do that. At some point, someone didn't afford you the love that you needed or deserved or required. And so what comes from that is this little seed of hurt. It's a tiny little beginning of sin that we either need to choose to recognize that somebody else is coming from a bad place and let it go, or we choose to feed that. There are three voices of the world that we discern, or three voices that we discern when we're discerning what's going on, when we take stuff to prayer. There's the voice of the world. It's the voice of sin. You know, this is the voice that when someone cuts you off on the road, that it automatically makes your hand elevate for one reason or another. <laughs> Downhand. That's the voice of the world. It's not your voice, but it's the world that you've been conditioned in. It's the world that you've been trained in. And then there's a second thought that comes right after that. It's quiet. It's gentle. I really hope that person gets to work safely today. I really hope that person's okay. This is where the heart speaks. This is where your love speaks. This is the voice of God. And then there's that third voice, and it's the voice of self. And that's the one that makes you kind of relate to what it is that you're encountering after you've hopefully brought it to God. And you think, you know, I was late for work yesterday and I probably cut somebody off. That voice of discernment, it's almost like a conversation that you're having with the Holy Spirit and yourself. And kind of trying to ignore the world and push it out all at the same time. But that discernment is essential to the Christian life because otherwise we just act on impulse. This is where Christians get an awful name. This is where Christians don't act anything like Christ. This is where Christians really shouldn't call themselves Christians. They should call themselves cult members. Because there's no love, and honestly, our faith is very strange without love. You're a bunch of weirdos if you don't have love. i got to just give you that. Because our faith is based upon love, sacrificial love, a great love. That otherwise, you're just standing up, sitting down, and kneeling with a bunch of arbitrary readings. From a book that was written thousands of years ago. Without love, you are getting... A rather mediocre snack. But love makes it something greater. Love makes it something substantial. 
ultimately, it's easy for us to be this judgmental person like those Pharisees. It's easy for us to look at everybody else and go, they're doing it wrong. That's low-hanging fruit, my friends. And you're taking the easiest path that you could possibly take, which doesn't actually bring us to heaven. It doesn't make the world a better place. In fact, you are perpetuating that voice of the world. You're making it louder. You're making it harder for others to hear that voice of God and that voice of self and allowing them to communicate. You shouldn't be blamed for that, but you should absolutely take accountability for that. Because anytime we are not bringing people together, building people up, accepting people as they are, and radically loving them, then we are working against the great commandment, which is to go and baptize, immerse all nations in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. That beautiful relationship of the lover, the beloved, and that love that exists between them. Judgment is not for us. And it gets in the way of us being those loving disciples that we are called to be. Judgment is sitting in the throne of God when we have a very limited view. And so my friends, on this Sunday, as we embark upon another week, as we come forward, hopefully in love... And receive that very love who is Christ. May it nourish us and slow us down, tempering us enough to allow ourselves to stop, to listen, and to respond lovingly. And when we can allow ourselves to do that, we begin living out a reign of true acceptance and radical love. And we bring about the kingdom of God here and now. Amen.